Yes, we are back with another episode. On this one is my big bro, also known as K9. But today he will be known as Brother Milk of Magnesia. Welcome to the podcast, bro. <laughs> What's up, little bro? What's going on, man? Just another beautiful day. Uh, getting through this cold weather we have in here. How everything been? I'm maintaining. I'm maintaining and, uh, you know, uh, just uh, thankful that I'm able to uh, maneuver through this uh, through this pandemic and, you know, getting my kids to school. And it's a lot, man. Two one day, two days in school, two weeks at home because somebody tested positive. So it's like a lot of. It's nuts, man. That's crazy. So why not just man. why not just have them stay at, at home then? That's the mayor. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole nother subject, all right? Absolutely. <laughs> that's a whole nother subject. Maybe we'll do that uh through the course of this episode. So listen, you've been a bear fan for a very long time. They've uh Absolutely. their record this year was what? They were uh seven and eleven. Seven and ten or seven and eleven, something like that. To so anybody yeah, that's to so anybody that's listening, I didn't think they would win over five games. Um, I stopped paying attention to the Bears when they went 13 and 3. They had Kyle Orton that year. Kyle Orton got them to 13 and 3. They got to the playoffs. Then they got to the championship game against the Indiana Colts. And, and then, they put Rex Grossman in. And they put Rex Grossman in. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, that's when I said I cannot, I cannot go along with this shenanigans and foolery. No more. I'm not doing it. But Big Bro has stood in the gap. You know, he has taken me to games. Uh, and it seems like I always bring snow, rain, thunder, and God with me when we do stuff like that. So last time it was a tornado one. <laughs> <laughs> so it's evident me and the Bears do not have a good uh good chemistry together um it's very hard for me to watch I, them understandably so uh i would just say that uh my just like you um your your support is is completely went away mine has diminished over the years but not completely went away I am. I no longer consider myself a fan. I consider myself fan is 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 short for fanatic. I was once a fanatic. Yes, he was. You know. Uh, but uh, over the years, man, and I I give it to one person that Jay Cutler stopped me from being a fanatic. And just a supporter. I'm no longer fanatic. I'm just a supporter. I support the Chicago Bears by watching them, occasionally going to games. But all that season ticket stuff, they're going to have to show me something before that we ever revisit that season ticket stuff. This brother has season tickets every year. And I used to shake my head at him like, I don't even know why you going. <laughs> That's a that's a lot of bread. I I wish I had back, but man, he used to go down times, to man. drive down to Urbana Champagne when they was doing a preseason and all that. Man, I loved going to practice and the whole. That wasn't my fanatic state. No mm -hmm. longer fanatic, 
justice Porter. All right, so tell me something. And, you know, oh, no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Mm-mm, go ahead. You, oh. you, you go ahead and get into us. So tell me something. If you could be the general manager right now, what would you change? A lot of people ain't gonna like what I gotta say, but no, we talking about it because we, you know, this is us. Let's do it. I would, I would make so many cuts that people's head was spinning. And the reason why I say this is because in in football, everybody has a window. You know what I'm saying? This season, this past season, our defense ranked 22, which ain't the bottom of the barrel. It's like sort of in the middle, but with the end, they talk about injuries and, you know, all the stuff that plagued us this season. Well, the people that were getting injured have started to become repeat offenders. Mm. And the one of the highest paid ones is Khalil Mack. Mm. And he ain't, he hasn't given the Bears a solid season since his first season here. It All of his seasons been injury plagued. Akeem Hicks, another one, ain't giving us a solid season in years. Danny Trevathan, these are all the people I would just be chopping right now. Let me go. I got to, uh, as my man on, on Pardon the Interruption say, or my man uh, Cornhouse say, let me go to the glasses. <laughs> Khalil Mack is currently making... His base salary is $12 million with a $6 million signing bonus and a $5 million roster bonus. $30 million. He got us over the cap with his salary. Robert Quinn, who's had a, who had a solid year. I wouldn't get Eddie Jackson. Bum. $15 million. Gone. I would cut him too. Uh, who? Uh, man. Oh, wait a minute. I'm not done yet. Akeem Hicks. Gotta go. Jimmy Graham. Oh, gotta go. You have to strike. Their window. Their window closed two years ago when our defense was ranked in the top ten. And Mr. Trubisky was supposed to have been the man. Horrible, horrible draft pick. It didn't. It was horrible. It was horrible. And our defensive window started closing. And our offensive window, it started closing. So when they finally figured out Mitch wasn't the answer, shipped him out of town, <laughs> brought in Andy Dalton and Nick Foles. Are you kidding me, man? And the window for the defense has started getting smaller and smaller. And each year, each season since then, we followed, we started falling in the ranks. And so this season we ended up 22 with some big contracts. There's some dudes on this team getting paid, and we're not even in the top 10 in defenses. 
So with that being said, we got a nucleus and young guy. You got a leader in Roquan Smith. It's time to trim the fat. Uh, as I wouldn't call it a complete rebuild because you can fill these spots in free agency. You know yeah, but those contracts are going to be hard be hard to dump too, aren't they? It's going to be it's going to be I, I I'm pretty sure Khalil Mack got a solid contract. And it's and all the draft picks that we gave up to get them, it's going to hunt us for seasons to come. Yeah. But you want to put out a nice shiny you know, you want to put out a nice shiny toy when you're talking about moving to like Arlington Heights with this big facility that they're trying to build you know what i'm saying so you want to put the best product out there that's why they moved up in the draft to get you know what i'm saying fields because they're thinking like hey we got to put the best now they want to start getting it right but I hope ryan so. pace ryan pace just has a bad knack for for uh head coaches we've had six Head coaches since Mike Dicker. It's teams that still got the same head coach. They've had the same head coach for I don't know how long Belichick been in New England forever. We've had six six since Dick Dicker. Since Mike Dicker, we've had six head coaches, and we've and had what? All... And we've had what? Like thirty quarterbacks. <laughs> I lost count on the quarterbacks, bro. It's crazy. But the six. The six head coaches just shows the instability. It showed the instability in the front office. Mm -hmm. And then for Lovey Smith to get fired after having a winning season, who wasn't one of my favorite coaches because I just felt like he was a seasonal coach. Coaching in the season and coaching in the playoffs is two different things. He didn't make the right adjustments in the playoffs that could have won us that Super Bowl. All he had to do was make the proper adjustments. We could have won that Super Bowl because we had the talent. Because he, but because he couldn't make the adjustments, I feel that's why he got fired. You don't feel like he was handpicked by management to be there and do that? Because why would he, a head coach, put Rex Grossman in? That made no sense. I don't think that he came was, from him. He was, yeah. I don't, I don't think that was him either. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's probably where they bumped heads and he got ousted. Um, if when you put it that way, yeah, that could have been a factor in him. And he was so calm and about then another it after, bonehead after the game. move. Another bonehead move that they made was giving Devin Hester receiver money when he was only a punt returner and kick returner. They should have kept him as a maxim out there and said, hey, we're going to bring in a a, a top receiver to help carry this offense further. You are doing a, an amazing job, but this is all that we can pay you. I know you a star and a future Hall of Famer, but this is all we can pay you. But making him a receiver, and he didn't so do bad. he didn't do too well as a receiver. He couldn't. Then he did. He, he did horrible as a receiver. Horrible. It was like he, he was, was running out his receiver. own shadow. He was never a receiver in college. All he did was punt return. He played a little cornerback, but he was never a receiver. So trying to make him a receiver so you can max him out salary-wise is a bad move, and we paid for that. So it, Ryan Pace over the years just 
I, I still, to this day, nobody can explain the whole Mr. Biscuit thing. And how, in how that you draft, move? you had Pat Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and who else? Who yeah, else came out hey, of that? You had uh, Watson, Holmes. We don't even have to speak on nobody, just them two alone. Yeah, just them two alone. Them were the two, the two high guys. And you passed on them and, and moved up in the draft to get Mr. Bisky, a guy that would have been there in the second round, because nobody, he wasn't on nobody radar. He would have been in the seventh round. Wouldn't nobody have been looking I think for that him? Was the, I think that was the beginning of the end for Ryan Pace. And then him, you know, trying to make amends for all his his wrongdoings by getting fields. I think the damage was already done because we didn't have the supporting cast for uh, for fields. Because we already know who Andy Dalton is. Andy Dalton is Andy Dalton. He wasn't he was garbage in Cincinnati. Facts. He was garbage everywhere else. He, he was a decent. I say, I say, I say, he was decent or average in Cincinnati. But that's not what we needed. That's not what we needed. Um, what they should have, they should have been. This team should have been rebuilt years and years ago. You getting five million or five million dollar backup? Way too much bread. And then Nick Foles is back there too. Nick Foles was still off of his Philly contract, which yeah. was for a lot of bread. Yeah. You know, so it's bonehead move after bonehead move has got him ousted. Now we got this new guy coming in. Do you have promise oh. for him? Do you think that he, he he knows what he's doing? Because for everybody that's listening, I am not no Bears fan. I will occasionally watch. If you invite me over, I'll watch, but I will not root. I will not root for the Bears at all. You there? Say the one thing. Yeah. Pose, the new gym. Yeah. I will. The one thing that, that, uh, his resume is padded with is scouting, 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 scouting. He's been scouting since Boston College. He was a, a talent scout there, Kansas City talent scout. He was responsible. You know what I'm saying? He was in the war room when they got, Patrick Mahomes and other key players like Kelsey and stuff like that to build that incredible offense that they got. <clears throat> so he was very instrumental in that. Uh, he knows, like I say, his extensive background and in, in picking talent, I think is going to be a huge, huge plus for the bears. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, uh, that he brings uh, Eric Benemy. He's a mm-hmm. after the playoffs and Super Bowl is over. Excuse me. He's able to snatch Eric Benemy, who I think would make a fantastic head coach, but for some reason keeps getting passed on. And and the man is is is, is in charge of one of the most explosive offenses in football. But he keeps getting passed over for head coaching job. I'm gonna go to bat for him because that's my frat brother. Eric Benemy should be the head next head coach of the Chicago Bears. Bring, bring my, bring my, bring my frat brother on over and let him show you how the cues get out. I mean, that would coach. that would make sense though. With with, with what's his name, Ryan Poles, uh, the GM. Yeah. I mean, in their relation, yeah, and just their relationship alone. You know what I'm saying? But uh, 
The owners have we run this organization into the dirt for a very long time. I don't know. I don't know who it is that that is advising what's going on, but they they do they do a horrible job. All of them are, are just terrible. Well, and, and it just seems like it, it, as long as the seats are filled, that's all anybody seems to care. There about. There you go. And we're talking about generational season ticket holders. Mm. The grandparents passing down to the parents, the parents passing down to their kids. Just gen- and corporations that have entire rows of seats and boxes and all that. Corporations that sections and boxes and and this is uh propelling. This is the the, the energy behind this Arlington Heights move. The Bears are not making no money with just thirty thousand seats. Have you seen some of these stadiums that's being built now? I went to Vegas for the uh, Raiders and Bears. That stadium, a tear went down my eye when I saw their stadium. I'm like, this place is magical. Yeah. I forgot the number of people it said, but it was huge. 105, It was so beautiful. You just want to go to the game just to be in the stadium, just like in Dallas. Just like they're doing in Atlanta. They got these stadiums. And the Bears don't own the stadium. No, the sir. Park districts own it. Yes. The park district owns it. And so they were limited. And because it's historical, that's why they put that big toilet bowl looking thing on the top to try to get some more seats. And they're still not getting enough revenue. Not They're not getting the revenue that they should be getting. So Because they're trash. They're trash. No, man, come on. The Bears are trash. Ladies and gentlemen, they were up. doing so good one time. Kate McNown had me watching. That's how good they were at one point to me. <laughs> and I told them to lead Kate McNown in. I told, I told bro, I said, yo, yeah, they should yeah. lead Kate McNown in. As soon as they took yeah. them out, team went flat. The team went flat. You could see the energy of the players when Kate McNown was in the, in, in the game because they knew that everybody would know their route and they would know uh, where to be on the field. As soon as he went out and Cutler went back in, do do and i'm not i'm not make it seem like you know i think overall the foundation is there the the troubles with the o-line that can be fixed in training camp getting them on the same page because they got a mixture of veterans and, and young guys that they drafted. The young guys just need, they needed the repetitions. I keep forgetting the kid's name, but he had like 11 false starts during the season. Um, so that can be fixed in training camp. You can fix the O-line. The secondary, you can fix that in free agency because some of them dudes are just bums, straight, straight up bums. Trevathan ain't played a full season since I don't know when. Get rid of him. Akeem Hicks. Love Akeem Hicks. He's a good dude. We talking. Uh, this is what my man said in Purple Rain. This is a business. Man. So Akeem Hicks got to go. I, yeah, he's a great person. I listened to Chris Carter years ago, and I posted this on Facebook. One, one season – uh, of football, he said, there's only five t- 
to maybe seven teams that actually want to win when it comes to sports. He said, it doesn't mean name the sport. He said, but you know the team that wants to win by the effort that they put into making sure that their team wins. He said, just pay attention. He said, only five to seven teams that actually want to win. They actually want to win. He said, just pay attention. He said, you know them by the things that they do to win. He said, after that, the rest of these guys are just filling seats. Look at what the look at what the LA Rams did. LA Rams was like, we want to win now. Yep. And I'm talking about they went all out. They first round draft pick, traded them to Detroit, brought in a veteran, grabbed uh, OBJ, uh, just Von putting Miller. pieces in place because they want to win. They want to win now, Von Miller. They want to win now, and they're everybody is on page with the message is, is reverberated across the entire organization. It's our time right now. We're gonna make this our time right now, and they. We didn't move. Gotta, we didn't move back to. We ain't moved back to Cali out here to just be an average ass team, man. <laughs> We ain't moving out here for that. We trying. We ain't trying to fill seats. We trying to win. They made some major moves. Absolutely. So whereas, even if they don't win this year, they they will be in the conversation. And quiet as kept. I'm a big. I'm a Matthew Stafford fan. I thought that his time in Detroit was up years and years ago. Especially once Megatron left, I was like, oh, it's time for him to go. He never said nothing, man. <laughs> he never said nothing. He he sat there and ate a bowl of shit for years. For years, he kept. He's, I mean, but you can't, you can't cold syrup on shit and call it pancakes. So I would have been in Detroit. The problem with the Bears is that, you know, in my, you know, in my humble opinion, I'm not a, a professional sports analyst. I'm just a Bear supporter. I just feel that the general manager dictates how the team move because he's responsible for hiring the coach. He's the guy in the war room on draft day scouting out the next talent. You know what I'm saying? You got to surround yourself with the right people. Uh, I hope that whoever comes in and coaches just wipes the slate clean, bring in their own coaches because the whole culture needs to be changed. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Nobody should be safe in Chicago with this new GM. And I mean, he's uh he's already conduct. He started conducting interviews the first day he got hired. And he, you know, he interviewed uh guy who used to be uh, Indianapolis head coach, the black guy. Can't remember his name escapes me right now. But um, so he Tony he is he's like. No, I wasn't Tony. He was Tony Dungy's assistant when they won the Super Bowl in Tampa. But that guy been following Tony Dungy, okay. you know what I'm saying? Okay. Everywhere he went. Um, and he went, he was Detroit's head coach, and he didn't do bad when he was in Detroit. So I think he's maybe a front runner. But like I say, I think Poles is just waiting for the playoffs and the Super Bowl will be over, and I'm hoping he grabbed Eric Benemy, man. That dude deserves to be a head coach. 
with the way he's orchestrated that offense in Kansas City. Yeah, man. And we need a quarterback whisperer because it wasn't Matt Nagy. No. I mean, <laughs> not at all. Matt Nagy missed his true calling, a motivational speaker, because that dude will find a positive in every loss. I'll be like, what are you talking about, man? We just got our butt kicked. And you were in front of the camera talking about how you just need to tweak a few things and we're going to be okay. No, y'all look horrible. No, man. He could have been a motivational speaker because he is not a head coach. But I, I'm quite sure it wasn't, it, shit, it wasn't working. It, it man, wasn't working. Listen, man. The motherfuckers went out every game and did. And I'm not, I don't want to knock them like too, too hard, but. Ladies and gentlemen, I grew up in Chicago. I'm from here. Like, I watched them for years just throw boo-boo on the field after boo-boo on the field. And you just you just can't shine up a turd. I know what I'm looking at. I know yeah, what well, I'm looking at. I, I'm, I'm hopeful uh, because I've seen how fast the turnaround can come. And other teams have done it. And Chicago has done it once before. Defenses win championships, and until we get our defense and put a half with look, look what just happened with uh, San Francisco. They didn't even they didn't even score an offensive touchdown, and they're going to the NFC Championship off defense and special teams. Def- and and so, they run the ball like a motherfucker too, though. And they run the ball. They run the ball, but they ne- they never got in the end zone. Mm-mm. They never got an end zone. They just got – their offense got them close enough to, to kick a field goal to win the game. Defense scored the only touchdown. That's crazy. And, and special teams. It was – it was it was that was one of the most bizarre games I've ever seen. But I'm just glad they beat Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's out the way. It was – yeah, so, I mean, they concentrated on defense. Garoppolo was just good enough. Don't get me wrong. The only thing that could say Garoppolo's job is winning the Super Bowl. Cause I have a the rumors are that Aaron Rodgers is going to the 49ers. He's from Cali. Oh shit. He's I didn't know the, that. He, he's from he grew up in the Bay Area. He, he went to uh Cal University. And I feel like his time as a career. Yeah, I feel like his time at Green Bay was up once they got Matt Matt LaFleur in there anyway. He was he didn't jail with Matt LaFleur. I, I feel like it was and, over before that because he didn't have no receivers. It went after Randall Cobb left or something. I was like, oh, it's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that move at all. Yeah. Cobb was his uh, but him and Devontae Adams, man. That's a force. I could see Devontae Adams bouncing with him. You know what I'm saying? Demanding the trade because yeah. that young brother love is nice, but you know, we're talking a straight rebuild. You know what I mean? Because some of them dudes' window is closing in, in Green Bay. You know, and, and Aaron Rodgers said publicly today he's not going to be a part of a rebuild. There's no and point. He's they, been in the league for, what, 13, 14 years now? 14 years, man. Nobody trying to see no rebuild. So, Cali got – I mean, San Fran has a young – Nucleus of players. Oh Nucleus. man, can you imagine what he could do with what he could do with somebody like Debo Samuels, man? Did you hear me? 
Debo, man, I hope he's healthy for the next game. Debo, I've never seen anything like Debo in a long time. The way he come out the backfield, like it's like everything he do is just like ridiculous. I just call him do it all because he does it all, man. Man, and uh, he made that run to get them in field goal range on a bruised knee, and he just didn't quit, man. He's like, yo, I'm gonna do whatever it takes, man, to put us in a position to win. Those are the kind of dudes, man, that make you that energize your whole squad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And ah. Uh, the Bears got a small window because, you know, some of these guys are going to be looking to get paid real soon. And, you know, Chicago Bears are not in the pay. business of, of paying. So we pay. may lose Robinson because he wants a max salary. Mm-hmm. And they uh, franchise tagged him because they're not going to pay him. Uh, then you got Montgomery, who is a stud, he'll be coming off his rookie contracts on. He's gonna be looking to get paid, and they never pay him. They just use him up and salary, keep him franchise tag, and then they out. Especially with running backs, because running backs only got a three to five year life lifespan anyway. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So Montgomery, they need to. Uh, they need to get it going while they got a stud like Montgomery and back up like Davis and uh, a young. We need we need the reason why I say we need Benemy is because Benemy uses uh, he let Patrick Mahomes be Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. and he decides the offense around what Patrick Mahomes' strengths are. So. That's what we need in Chicago with Fields because Field Fields is Patrick Mahomes esque, you know, okay. in so many ways. Running, uh, extending the play, you know, you you know, run, uh, throwing on a run. But Matt Nagy, he he don't have that kind of uh, so so intellect. With that said, certain types of guys in the league are either outdated or they need, they need to update. The catalog then, right? Because mm-hmm. this this influx of quarterbacks that we're seeing, as well as the defensive players, they're all running four threes and four fives. Like nobody's gonna stand in the pocket anymore and just take no. hits. Like fuck that, fuck that. Man, well, see, I was uh I'm old enough to remember when defensive ends were big fat dudes. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying. You ain't got no big fat dudes coming off the end of the mo. These dudes is chiseled. Yeah, like four fours. That's what I'm. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like six five two eighty now might look like you. Man, these dudes is coming off the end so fast that the unless you got the number one offensive line in the league, you can't do nothing about it. Yo, they, they can't save you. You got to have, I'm talking about one of the coldest offensive lines to yeah. stop a guy like, you know, Donaldson and, and all of these dudes that are, Aaron that are rushing in. That, Donald is a, is a monster. 
they they lined him up in so many different positions that last game, man. He gave them the flat blues, man. And then don't they got in Dominican Sue on that team as well? And Rams too. I think in Dominican Sue. Is he is he here? I thought he was. I think so. I'm not sure. I, I I'm not too sure it was all on that defense, but it's them dudes is vicious, man. Them I'll dudes is vicious. See. I think he's in Tampa, ain't he? Is it Tampa? Let me let me check and see. Playing mistaken, that guy's in Tampa somewhere. But uh, yeah, you you don't have them. Big Tampa, fat, he in Tampa, he in Tampa. You don't have them big fat defensive ends no more. That's These a wrap teams. for that. These is cornbread fed Mississippi <laughs> boys, man. They bench, you know. These dudes is in the gym. Yeah, you know, and they coming. Fast. It ain't no more that four, four, so, seven, four, eight, five second. These guys can get off the off the line and keep up with uh, uh Usain Bolt if they need to for forty for four seconds, man. And the game has evolved. Yeah, it's sped up. Everything is sped up now. Everything man. is sped up. Um, you know, and then you know when and when you stuck in a certain methodology. Like the Chicago Bears were, we could put anybody back there, quarterback, and we could beat you defensively. No, no. you got to have a balanced attack, you know? There's a reason yeah, why be- guys like Tariq Hill runs a 4-2 or 4-3. Tariq Hill, is he, his legs be moving in like a cartoon character. <laughs> Every time he catches the ball, I just shake my head. I'm like, man, that's ridiculous, man. And then to be five foot six, five seven, you know how low you got to get to get to somebody like that. First, you got to find him amongst all these big dudes that's blocking for him, and then he could his lateral movements is so crazy. It's a, it it's a lot of fun watching him. Um, oh yeah, watching him play that oh, yeah. that game Saturday against Buffalo. Nuts! That was not a nut bread. <laughs> I, I I stood up and clapped in the house. I was like, "Bravo, gents!" But Bravo. Nut bread. I have crazy. never seen such offensive fury. <laughs> I'm talking, and Josh Allen is the future. Yeah, Allen is. Yeah. I'm talking. He's gonna be the next dude they have in the conversation of go. He it's, is. Gonna it's gonna be. be him. It's gonna be him and Pat Mahomes. And, him, and, him and Mahomes. Yeah, because. Patrick Mahomes is doing some really freaky stuff with the football, man. I'm talking about it looked like he made the ball curve around the defender the other day. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, when I Who saw that, I was that? like, what? Side-armed it, and it kind of curved around the defender. I'm like, come on, man. But you and, know what and- I liked about Mahomes that game? He didn't do too much trickery. It wasn't a lot. It, it was no. mostly let me move the ball down the field yeah. and let me make the right yeah. reads. He didn't do a lot of trickery. It was like, all right, yeah. let me keep it in the pocket. Let me let, this is he, he is he is seasoned now yeah. from two years ago when you know what I'm saying? Just having fun. Was, yeah. Yeah. When he was just going off a of raw talent alone, he's seasoned now. He's reading defenses. And um, and fields will get there. Fields will get there with the right coaching. You know what I'm saying? Coaching is so critical when you're dealing with raw talent like Fields that's just used to being athletic. 
what 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 Fields is finding out that he was way faster than everybody in college. These dudes in the NFL are just as fast as you. Yeah. yeah. So these defenses can run that full full with you. So ain't no getting off the edge, pimp. Like we're gonna be the game right there. Is, the game is sped up. Yeah. And he didn't have the right tutelage to uh help him make the necessary adjustments. Absolutely. To whereas and put him in a a better position to uh win games and be more effective. Yeah. You know, because we had the tools, you know, and this kid Mooney, Mooney's gonna be a pro bowler next year. If if the Bears get it together, this dude is pro bowl material. Route running, good hands, fast, you know, he has all all the right he got all the right stuff to be a pro bowler i can't wait to see what what happens after the uh after the season is officially over man because you know i'm curious i mean like i'm it's not like i'm gonna be watching these games unless they make the right moves and you know you already know how i feel about it i ain't watching nothing unless they make the right moves so I, I, um, and and that's and that's warranted you know because they because with a kid like Justin Fields, you have to say, hey, kid, what are you good at? What do you like to do? The same way they did with Pat Mahomes. What do yeah. you like to do? Show me what yeah. you like to do. And we're going to make sure we we cover everything on your strong suit. And then everything that's weak, we're going to have to back it up. We're going to have to hide it. Or we're going to have to make sure that we we chisel it and we polish it to make yeah. sure that people can't capitalize off the things that you're not good at. Because for and Pat Mahomes, what- they were able to push him back for a while and now that he's been in the system for two or three years, everybody thought yeah. they had something. But last night, uh, last week, proved that look, if I get, if I got a gunsling, I can gunsling. He's not he's not trying to outrun defenses anymore. He's outthinking them. You got to in the beginning, he was outrunning them. He was scramble, keep the play alive, turn this way, spin. And but now he's like, I've seen this before. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He's seasoned now. And because uh, now he throws believe, the ball away when he doesn't see it, you know, Fields got put on his backside enough that, yeah, he is. Uh, he's going to be sharper, a good training camp with the right coach. Absolutely. Absolutely. The right offensive coordinator. And the right personnel. We got Mooney, got Montgomery, got Davis, you know, uh, you can hopefully. They'll come to their senses and pay Robinson and he'll stay because he's a bona fide big receiver. You need a big receiver. How tall is Allen you know Robinson? I, I don't know his uh measurements right off the top of my head, but he's the biggest receiver we got. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, we make some bonehead moves on receivers and letting him get away would be another one. When it we drafted would. White, remember when we drafted White? He was supposed to be the next one. He had like back-to-back ankle injuries or something. That dude was the worst, even when he was healthy. And then on the other side, we had like Brandon, was it Brandon Marshall or something like that? Uh, Brandon Marshall was was solid. I mean, but we just didn't have the personnel at the time. Jay Cutler really didn't want to play football no more. You know what I'm saying? He was just. He was nonchalant about everything. Throwing the ball away. He had checked out. And, um. the coaching was subpar. Yeah. So it was, it's been bad for a lot of years. And I, I'm hopeful that getting rid of the general manager 
you know, getting rid of the general manager and bringing in the right head coach will re-energize the uh, organization, man. It's needed. And it's, needed. it's needed because it's needed. I could have been doing a whole lot of other stuff. I probably already have my masters if I wasn't wasting Sunday <laughs> <laughs> messing around with the Bears. Now I'm playing catch up, you know, trying to finish up my masters. But all good things, you know, they work themselves out. So yeah, I'm, man. Listen for everybody that's yeah. listening. We used to go to a certain bar in the city at the time, and they got <laughs> they got the Bears games listed on this big chart. And you got to go and put up the W or the L. I said laughing. <laughs> I'm the only one in the bar clapping when they put up the L. And I think it was Azola. She used to go yeah. up there, put up the black mark, and put the L. I'll be, yeah, put them L's up there, man. That was so deflating, man. <laughs> to be sitting in your favorite watering hole, watching L's get put next to your team. <laughs> I loved it. I loved every moment of that. You are such a jerk, man. Man, I but loved I, it. I, I, still, I still enjoy watching the game with you, even though I know you ain't a hundred in it like I am. But I understand where you're coming from. They got to show you something. You got you got to give me something. All right, for anybody who's listening, I, I, I kind of give it the equivalent of a bad relationship. Would you, do you really want to do that? <laughs> Why are you still in that relationship? Y'all just used to y'all just used to hurting each other. Yeah, man, I, I don't watch this dude have damn damn near have heart attacks watching these guys play, throwing plates of food, beer, everything. Man, I have had uh, in my fandom, I had some really bad Sundays. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I knew I had gone too far when I uh, when um, Lovey Smith sat the starters uh, of the last game of the season against Green Bay. And if he'd have played the starters, we would have knocked Green Bay out of the playoffs. And that was the same year that Green Bay went on to win the Super Bowl. Mm. So Lovey sat the starters and let Green Bay get into the playoffs. And we were leaving the stadium and Cheeseheads was jumping up and down and it, and this one dude was just doing too much, man. I just slapped the cheese head right off his head. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, like, man, Kenny, you you going too far, man. I ain't the bears ain't worth going to jail over. The dude was shook because he looked at my grill and I was just so mad. But I knew I I knew I was I was I was over the edge, man. And and Jay Cutler, he helped me, man. I he has helped me get the fandom. Yeah, Jay Cutler was the last straw for you. I, I and I remember watching. I was like, "Yo, he don't have no emotion whether they win." Or I was just win. like, I just just sit. I just be standing there drinking my beer, eating some peanuts. Just like I'm just here because I paid for it. And I had no enthusiasm when uh, I had no enthusiasm when Jay Cutler was the quarterback. Man. When and then when Brandon Marshall started having issues, I was like, "Yep, it's a wrap." Yeah, yeah, it's a wrap. And he. You know what's so funny about the whole Brandon Marshall thing? He warned us about the times that we're in now with mental health. He was trying to warn us back then. He had been diagnosed as bipolar, mm-hmm. you know, and he needed he needed certain, you know, concessions to be made. Yes. 
Yes. And they would they refused to do it for him. And now look at what's going on now. But look at how again how outdated everything about the NFL is. It's all outdated. Yeah, it's all outdated. The Redskins still don't. The Washington Football Team still don't have a name. <laughs> yeah, I can't come up with a name for that yet. What's wrong with it's y'all, too- man? It's a million things red, out here that y'all could call that team. Bottle it caps. shouldn't have been the Redskins this far into no. the 2000s. No. It shouldn't have been, still shouldn't have been the Redskins. I'm like, man. But, you know, we could talk about the country and politics. Yeah, we, not, we, we don't have to do that. Another day. Episode. Yeah, we're we going we gonna to keep it lighthearted. We ain't going to go serious on y'all. But yeah, so, you know, we are uh, the, the Chicago Bears know that. They have to put a shinier product out there with this Arlington Heights thing. Because you're talking about folks that are going to be driving. That's a nice little ride. It is. That's it a is. nice little ride. But I think what the Metro goes out there, too. So some people might be, be taking that. And it drops them off right yeah. there at, by, the, uh, by, the, by the field. So Yeah. And it's going to be way better as far as the whole experience they're talking about bars, restaurants, the whole nine yards. It ain't like what we have now where you just go to the game and then the police are like, all right, get out of here. Go. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know if you want to walk somewhere, to yeah, you got if you want to walk somewhere, it's a little bit of a walk, especially in the cold. <laughs> yeah, and then you got Lakeshore Drive right there, which you can only cross at certain spots. Yeah. So Arlington Heights, if they do this right, can re-energize the fan base because it'll give them something else besides the game, but you still got to put a good product out there too. Yeah. Hopefully the new GM was, he's a GM, right? He's a GM. Yeah, he's a GM. And Hopefully he goes and he looks at every, everything that these guys have been doing and go, all right, all you guys got to go, but maybe he may do it over a certain span of time at the same time. Yeah. I, I, I don't expect them to come in and just rock the boat uh, completely, but who's to say he may be getting, he may have been given that kind of uh, leverage to say, hey, uh, you ain't been producing. Because numbers don't lie. They don't. You know what I'm saying? You could just look at some of these guys' stats, games played, and just be like, you're a liability. You're a liability. You're a liability. You cut. And, and football ain't like basketball. You know what I'm saying? Where these dudes can, you could get just flat out cut. And just get the money that you negotiated and yeah. guaranteed. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I, I it's sad that that that's the nature of the beast, but that man. year that Matt Forte was there too, Brandon Marshall was there because they had like a thousand. I remember because I, I enjoyed hey, that. Were, I enjoyed man, watching they, that. They were killing it, man. And it was like Matt Forte. Brandon Marshall and then the, the the tight end, they were all thousand yards uh rushing or receiving. And I uh, was okay with watching it then. I was okay uh, with watching Miller, it. Miller, before he uh before he messed up his leg. Mm. And oh man, those were the good times there. And but we just I don't know, man. We've been on the precipice of greatness sometime. And then sometimes we just look like doo-doo. And we're in the, I don't say we completely doo-doo because I think uh, Detroit still holds that title. Yeah, Detroit is doo-doo. And then Jacksonville is garbage. 
They, they, they are garbage. They are garbage, garbage pale juice, Jacksonville. And I and I, there's gonna be some changes. It's it's time to uh, it's time for some changes to be made in Chicago, though, because how are you gonna sell the upgrade on these tickets for this this Arlington Heights thing if it happens? We're talking about upcharge on tickets, parking, everything. You got to be able to sell that with a good product. You know what I'm saying? I don't so, think they need to, man. I just think Bears fans would just line up and show up for this type of stuff, man. True, true. It's almost like a status thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, people will, I got a skybox, you know. People showing up to tailgate. They love that shit, man. Yeah. I do too, man. I miss tailgate. <laughs> tailgate. It's a whole nother world to football. Tailgate is it. Tailgate. Man. You know what? When you had me there once, one, I don't know if it was you or somebody else when they had me there doing a tailgate. And that shit was pretty damn fun, though. I enjoyed that. You and I went to a tailgate once. And, that was um, pretty fun, man. That's the only time, man, that Chicagoans of all areas can come together and just have a good time yeah during the tailgate so that's why i enjoy it so much you got like i say north side south side east and west yeah coming together for the yeah. bears and suburbs everybody breaking bread and throwing them back and i had people this. i had people handing me hot dogs that i would normally go i beat your mother just take the hot dog. <laughs> Just take the hot then dog. We do all it. of that. We get all hyped up, and then we got to go in the stadium. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm tired of it. I, and you know, I think that they owe it to this young man who they moved up in the draft to get to put the put a better product on the field. Absolutely, absolutely. Because if you if you if you don't, then what was the whole purpose of having him here? You basically drafted him for the look to make it look like, again, like they do it with everybody. We're going to get one little piece and make y'all yeah. think that we're trying to do something. They've done this for but, years and years and but, years. But like I say, they um, they haven't completely dropped the ball on offense because I never uh, heard of Montgomery or Mooney. They wasn't like real big names, but no. that's – that's the beauty of, of, of the league, man, and, and talent scouting, that you'll find a diamond in the rough sometime. And uh, Montgomery is a beast, man. The dude's a flat-out beast. And Mooney is, like I say, he, he, he is Pro Bowl material. Him and Montgomery are Pro Bowl material. We just need to get our quarterback up to speed. And, and the O-line. Uh, the O-line needs some work too, right? Yeah. Um, Peters was solid. He, you know, he had some health issues, but he was the most solid guy on the, on the O-line. And like I say, the O-line could be addressed in free agency and in the draft. It's not, I think, our secondary. I, I wanted to, I wanted to, I, I meant to pull up where our secondary ranked at the end of the season because it had to be close to last. Mm. And Eddie Jackson went to the Pro Bowl two seasons ago. You know what I'm saying? I mean, well, it's the season before this one. And he just, I think he was just waving people through like the people at the airport. Like, 
You could go ahead for the touchdown. I just didn't understand what he was doing, man. He had no interceptions and and was just getting and was just getting beat. I mean, flat out getting beat. It was hard to watch. Secondary is atrocious on the best. Um, I think Cole Komet is going to be uh, – I think Komet's going to be a, a good tight end. I think he's got enough tutelage from Graham where you can move on from Graham because Graham is getting old. He is old, you know, bro, especially in football yeah, he's years. Old. He's old in football years, and he don't have the uh, – you know, that – he don't have that physicality that he used to have when he was in Green Bay killing the Bears. You know, or when he was with the Saints, or with the Saints, yeah. So, um, he was a dog when he was with the Saints, man. We couldn't do nothing with him, beasting. So, uh, yeah, it's it's you can move on from him, and uh, and just I don't think we're really that far off, man. But there's some people that's getting a whole lot of bread that ain't been producing that I feel need to go, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and and it could, but you gotta have the right head coach, man. So we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks, man. All right, we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. We can move on from that. And let me ask you this: What you think of these Bulls? I'm always man, be. I'm I'm I'm. I don't care what nobody say. Like I know the if Bulls. You see they, my head turn is because I'm. I got the Bulls on. Okay. Right now. All right. All right. I, I I love the Bulls. I've always loved them, even when they had. They were sucked. Like when y'all like the Bears, I love I love the Bulls when they had Corey Carr and all those guys. Like I was, <laughs> I was still supporting Keith Booth and all those guys Keith and nobody. Booth. Yeah, all that trash. But you know what? They crazy? looking good, man. It's uh, the dude. I'm just tired of dudes leaving the Bulls and then finding a career. Look at my man. You gotta update the organization. This is a this yeah. is these old regimes, man. They need yeah. to be updated. But I will say this, man. They got it right when they brought in Bonzo Ball and DeRozan. Ooh. They got it right. Yes, sir. And I don't know what the fuck LA was thinking by letting Caruso get away, but they paying for it right now. They have nothing Westbrook. over there. They have nothing over there on defense. Russell Westbrook, it, I don't know why teams they figured out that he would destroy your whole organization. But are you not so you you didn't notice it because it was the triple doubles, like he was a machine. Oh, he putting on triple doubles, blah blah blah. Now you look at it like yo, you put him on a good team, and he just he's like a virus. Yeah, he is a virus. This is what that man 14? had a triple double. He had a quadruple double with turnovers one night. He had like 11 turnovers, 10 assists, yes, 12 rebounds, and like 15. I'm like, what the fuck? One man shot at Jay and he hit the top of the backboard. Right, man. Oh man, and dude, the, the, the announcer said, <laughs> I, I think he just hit the window. Right now, the Bulls are in a they in a, they in the battle with uh Toronto is 96 96 to 100 bulls up four points but i you you don't even have to panic no more with chicago cuz the king in the fourth is going to do what he do that's my guy that, demar derozan but 
right now our struggles are based on the fact that Lonzo Ball is hurt because that dude is a floor general. Absolutely. And with he, as he goes, so does our offense. Yeah, he's a good he engine. Can, he can orchestrate. Man, he really sets everybody up to be great, and he don't even – he's not even looking to score all the time. But well, when, when he, he do going, score, when he do score, he makes he it even going. harder because once his shot starts falling, then Zach starts falling in line, and DeMar yeah. goes – Demar goes, y'all do y'all thing. Let me know when we get to the uh, when we get to the fourth. Y'all know where all that slides. I love it. Let me ask you this, man. Let's reverse roles for a second. You asked me about the best, but do you see just a bit of? I don't. I wouldn't call it jealousy, but a bit of Zach trying to do too much to keep up with DeRozan. I see I that from time to time. He's forcing a lot of his shots now. Yeah, yeah too much. Yeah, his shots now. The shots, all the and, extra uh, dribbling that he does is a little too much. And if you notice, offensively, he gels better with Vukovic than he does with DeRozan. DeRozan and Ball gel. Vukovic and and Levine gel. Like they know what each other's doing because they played together. But Ball and DeRozan, this they first year playing together, and they they are clicking. But when when DeRozan and Levine start the game off, it seems like it's a a bit. Zach is sometimes if if DeRozan start getting off, Zach will start trying to force it. You know what I'm saying? And he don't need and, to because he he's a he's a finesse player. Like he doesn't do anything. Yeah. He's not he's not like a go get it guy. Like he's a finesse player. And you can see it in his game. He's forcing he, he's forcing it mm-hmm. and crying about calls now. And and that wasn't his game uh last season. Last season, I mean he, he carried the whole team, and yet he didn't have to force anything. I think now you know, because he's he getting that look it, and it looks better because he got DeRose in there. Now he's starting to ask, you know, yeah. ask for those type of calls. But if I was him, man, I would just ball. I would just, just ball the just, fuck out. Just ball, man, because I this is I'm talking about when the Bulls are 100 percent healthy. They're a problem. I think we slipped to like third in the Eastern Conference. That's fine. But look at all the injuries. We just and, and I think that's a great spot. Yeah. I think that's a great spot. Yeah. Um, we just got Levine and Green back. We still missing Ball, Caruso, Jones Jr. So when the Bulls are 100 healthy, man, they are a problem. Yep, and then you got Io don't don't sumo balling. You yeah. know, you got all no. the other guys come off the bench that, that they're trying to trip in. Like I, I love what I'm looking at. I love the sumo. The sumo was a steal. Mm, absolutely. And I, he is, and and DeRozan is like kind of big brother them and cuffed them, and and show them how to game. Yeah, go. You need that. To how to? Yeah, showing them the tempo of the game and the best spots to take a shot, and and he a defensive. Ooh, he's a headache on defense, boy. He. Yeah. I like he's I like these dudes. He's giving he's giving some veterans the blues on defense. 
So he's he's just working within his, they, you know, the, all of in the interviews, he keeps saying, like, I just want to learn. I just want to learn. And that's all you want to hear from a rookie. I just want to learn. I just want to learn. And he's getting it, man. He's a future all-star. Yeah. And it's they stole him in the second round. They just gotta do it. They just gotta do it right. I think like I said, that that he that management squad, whoever it is, the talent guys, they need to figure out, you know, how to get these guys rolling and make sure that they stay here. Yeah. So with that being said, given that they're in the upper echelon of the Eastern Conference now. Which no one expected. Do you, do you hold on to Patrick Williams? Or do you I forgot all about him? Yikes. Or do you make a move? Or do you make a move to try to make a run in these playoffs? That is the million dollar question right now. Because mm. when healthy, Williams is a beast. But the way they bond rebound, right rebound, block shots, and he ain't out there trying to shoot no threes. He's he gets his stuff in the paint. He ain't like I think him and Vukovic when when on the floor together can be a nice one two one two punch. Yeah, you know. Um, but he can't stay healthy. Um, and nobody saw this coming. I didn't. I didn't think these dudes would jail. No, I didn't either. I was like, I was like, man, we might be number six or number seven. Yeah, man, these dudes got aspirations of going deep. You know what? And and let's say this too, though. I think, I think Lonzo needed this, man. I think Lonzo needed. I don't think the the Lakers was where he needed to be, or what? What was the last team that he was with? Uh, New Orleans. It looked like it could have jailed there, but it didn't look like they had the right pieces. You know what I mean? Like I think Alonzo, I think Lonzo does better when he when everybody knows their role and he can just run a team. Like it, it's That's like me. he knows, okay, DeMar DeRozan is 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 my go-to guy. Zach is a more fluid player, you know, he's a he's a rhythm player and things like that. And then I got Vucevic who I can go in the paint and I can run screens and picks off of and I can do different things like that with. So it's like a team like this is just cut out for him because like he got the he got the whole show to himself. With 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 with, with Bron, Bron does that same thing. So how do you how do you allow him the floor to be a floor general and, and get and get in the groove? It's kind of hard to do that. So, do you roll with Patrick Williams or do you make a move? I I, I say just sit him. I would say just sit him, man. I would just say just sit him down. Hey, go ahead and get healthy, kid. Go ahead and get healthy. And what about what about Kobe? Kobe White, no, we gotta keep Kobe, man. We gotta keep Kobe we're for so night guard, now. We so guard deep right now. True, down, true. A, a, some of them guys that's playing for us right now may have to go there because we, we rolling. How do you manage that time? Caruso to Sumo, that's a lot of guards. Yeah. That's a lot of guards and Caruso, is making decent money. You're paying him decent money. He can't come behind Kobe White. No, he ain't coming behind no damn Kobe. Kobe yeah. White could be starting on, it's like eight, nine teams in the league where he could be their starting point guard. So who would you want to give up, Dane? Would you give up Kobe or Ayo? 
You got Ayo in the second round. You ain't got to pay him. Because we got Kobe in the first. You got Kobe in the first. And he has a high trade value. You would have to give me, you would have to, you'd have to, it had to be some, ooh, good move, Zach. You'd have to give me something real sweet for Kobe White. I mean, Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. I mean, I need like a big man and a draft pick because Kobe White is nice, man. Yeah. Kobe White is nice. And man, like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, His shot is improved. He always could go to the rack. He go, and he, he looks like he's just going to continue to improve, man. But he is... uh. You know, that going to the rack is what kind of got his shoulder messed up. So he's his J is is more developed now. Ball handling skills. He already had those. So I wouldn't want to be in the front office having to make that decision because if you if you make a mistake, you, yeah, you, you could fuck it all up, especially if you were like a Bulls organization. But I, I feel like if you're looking at the 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 playing the playing field correctly, you pack if you're gonna do it, you have to package up a couple of them. But who who are we going to get? Who are we going to get for that? They, they talking about Grant from Detroit, who is a stretch for Man, hell no, hell no. Hear me out. He ain't big body. I know he got a nice game. He, six eight, six nine. I like him. Like he, decent. And he guard multiple positions. And he'll give you 16, 18 points. Okay, but where game. you gonna put him with the rest of these guys is already that can already do that same thing. I mean, even though we well, guard heavy, he's a he is a bigger guy. Yeah. And we got some expiring contracts and like Jones. And some of these guys are just on one-year contracts like Cook. And, I mean, it all depends on – it all depends on – I think it's going to depend on the end of the season. Because mm-hmm. I, I can't see them doing anything. They were trying to say they was going to squeeze the trigger before uh, the trade deadline. I can't see that happening because there's so many unknowns. You ain't seen all these guys on the court together yet. So you, it would be foolish to make a decision without seeing Patrick Williams play with these dudes for a stretch of games. Because I think, man, he came back off injury and then he got hurt again. But this has just been an injury injury plague season for them. But for them to still, like I say, be third in the East That's with crazy. an injury plague and COVID, COVID running rampant, yeah. You know, so to be third, that ain't in a bad East spot to be in it in the east that's beasting right now. Yeah. Miami then snuck up to the top spot in the in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. I wouldn't say they snuck up because they was just in the championship. But, but wasn't nobody really paying attention to them though. You know, and they slowly just and they made some moves. And they made some good moves, you know, bringing in Laurie and a few other guys Facts. and keeping Facts. keeping veterans on the team and you know, and and man, do they know how to draft well when it comes to you know shooters and stuff? They got shooters up the ass. Yeah. So got that. And Milwaukee is just Milwaukee. 
I mean, they Giannis is just a newer big. version. It's just a newer version of Shaq, bro. Yeah, I, I would. Version of Shaq. He, or, or Sean Kemp. Yeah. He has a little bit more. He has a little bit more veracity than Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp was a lot of alley oops and using his That's his vertical and is that yeah Giannis is a is strong strong man. Man. Dude, the freak is is, is came in at six eleven two twenty and now he two fifty name beast is a befitting name this dude is a freak. The Greek freak, bro. Yeah, man. So, and and I like the I like the way he plays though, man. Like no no possession bother. I missed the shot. All right, cool. I I get to back on the next one. I ain't worried about that. Yeah, he Middleton and those guys he got around him, and then they ride. What's his name? Is is balling over there? What's dude? Bobby Portis left Chicago. Bobby Portis is. Did you see that? Garbage uh, in Chicago. You see that? Me, uh, not the uh, the picture that they posted of him. The uh, Chicago on they tweeted to him. We heard you. Uh, you you're not liking being on that team. And he posted a a, a picture of him uh, holding the cha- holding the uh, trophy <laughs> as a cartoon, <laughs> like wiping sweat off his forehead and everything with a uh, with a Giannis jersey on. He was like, "What?" He put what? Like, why the fuck would I do that? Yeah. I got a ring here. We still killing in the East. Hell yeah, and so, they love yeah, you over I, here. No, what's killing me is how Otto Porter is in Golden State hooping now. I'm not and surprised. He couldn't hit. He couldn't hit the broad side of a barn when he was in Chicago. I'm not surprised. Steph I'm Curry like, said, "If you, you play on this," Steph Curry said, "If you play on this team, you have to shoot. You have to be a shooter." Yeah. Man, Look at everybody uh, that go over there. Everybody that's over there can shoot the pill. Everybody. Crazy. All it's exciting that, uh, that, that they're back. Oh, man, the Bulls killed me with these turnovers. 105, 108, 51 seconds left. We up three. Come All on, right. y'all. There ain't the time for turnovers. Hey, I'm going to let you go then so you can go ahead and enjoy it. We can we can call it a wrap. Hey, there. man, this – this was a this was a pleasure, man, and I appreciate you for putting this together, man. Absolutely. And I uh, when you blow up, don't forget about me, man. Oh, you know that ain't gonna, that ain't gonna change. <laughs> it ain't gonna change. I'm gonna still be me. I'll be that dude on the side, like drink champs. I'll just be the dude on the side that just chime in every now and then and getting uh, smashed. Uh, we are, we. Are, <laughs> When that happens, it'll be a round table so everybody can chip in and do their thing. I, I, I ain't gonna change nothing for nobody, man. Everybody, oh, I know, man. I'm just messing with you, man. You are, uh, I love you because you're a stand up dude, man. Appreciate you know? it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this is this is the big bro with me, chilling out, hanging out, talking about the Bears, Bulls, and everything Chicago. We're gonna do this again one day soon. Appreciate you Absolutely. hanging out with me. Attitude, man. Yes, sir, bro.